So this week's episode is a temperature check, which is something that we do sometimes after we've had weeks of ups and downs, which has certainly been true this week. So listen in while the ladies reflect on the professional development provided by the district and the lockdown that two of the leaders experienced this week. Thanks for joining us. What do y'all think about doing a little bit of a temperature check? Good idea. All right, y'all. Scale of one to four, how you feeling right now? Four is the best, one is the worst. How you feeling? A 2.5, if I'm going to be very honest. Um, I think that um, it's just like the stretched to spring break that is just like depleting. Again, my favorite word, I guess. Uh, <laughs> when it comes to leadership. What? Um, so I think that, um, but a 2.5, I'm just exhausted. Um, I feel like the goalpost for my leadership keeps getting pushed and changed and um it's just a lot so 2.5 thanks nina um it's jamie here and i am thinking about my temperature check and i think it's i'm, I'm right there with you nina as a 2.5 um i was sharing with um Bruce in the later office hours that we had today that I felt a little ripped off by today because um, by being at the site, I, I, I can't be fully present mm. and, um, and that, you know, it, it may go against some, some opinions on the Zoom versus big meetings, but the deep personal level work that we did today was fractured by interruptions at the site. And while we had to establish trust quickly within the breakout groups and we were able to do that. I don't really, I will never intersect with those people again. And so it doesn't have the substance and the mm-hmm. stick. And if I were to do that with my cluster colleagues, then it would have been far more beneficial for us to be productive as a cluster and, mm-hmm. and to move and to move together. So there was so, there was such good, rich stuff today and it left me wanting more, so that's good. But um, but I but I need that space. So I am going to tag it over to Roy Wood, Melissa, the other Melissa. All right. So I would say that I'm a solid three because there was an instance today where I shared a need. Like I was extremely clear on a need, and it allowed me to have a boundary at work. And it was something that I saw a long time coming. It's something I talked to the book club about um, specifically with a group uh, at my school that I think it was Stephanie Brown. I actually know it was her over the summer. She's like, Melissa, this is what you have to say. You have to say, I'm focusing on my family. I can't commit to these Saturday meetings. And I was listening to you, but I like, I really wasn't. I was like, oh my gosh, bless her heart. She's just trying to help me. But I'm like, I'm not going to say any of that. But living through the year and living through this experience, I realized that it's going to have to come down to that. And I realized that things are going to still run without me in a particular place. And so um, I, I think for that was a three. And then I also established all these clear boundaries about being very present for the principal institute. So I, I was interrupted minimally 
but my colleagues were too, and it was hard. So uh, one principal did a group chat and said, hey, listen, I'm so sorry. And we're like, we're right there for you, you know? So there was trust established with other colleagues. I mean, we had each other's numbers. So we, so it's like, go do you. And that I felt like I got to be on the other end of that because I was running around like crazy at one of the, one of the principal meetings. So I just felt like it got, to, I, I felt, I felt a little closer that way, but I think to maximize the full effect, it would have been amazing to be in person. And I, I really, I really enjoyed that. Um, but I did think that there was a little bit of an irony because um, I don't always feel psychologically safe and, and it's not something we've never, we've, we've ever really talked about. So, um, and there's, and I had felt like I went from one psychologically, psychologically unsafe situation to like, oh look, here's a PD about it. And I, and I just couldn't help but wonder if other people engaged in this before we did, you know, I mean, because I think um, that's just something that I'm working on at my school with climate and culture and people are feeling psychologically unsafe. And so one thing is to, to say your need, to name your need um, and, and to not, you know, to sort of address the like passive aggressive, to address the hurt, like it's okay to say that you were hurt before and this is how you're operating now based on that hurt and that you're willing to move forward. But it's really hard to admit when you've been hurt or you might even be operating under some hurt you didn't even know happened. Like, so we, we don't know what people are operating through. And, and I felt like on crying, I was like, oh man, these are really deep. I'm gonna try hard not to, to be emotional. I'm gonna try. And, and there were some of the questions that were really hard. And I, and I do really appreciate that time, but I, I do too, like you, Jamie, wish that we were together, but definitely a three because I set a need and I created a boundary and I, and I feel like a sense of relief and even more respect. And I, I, felt, I, I felt a lot of respect in a way where there's, I was afraid to say a boundary because I was afraid of judgment. And so, um, and, and maybe the judgment is there, but it was like, I don't, it, I don't think it was. I think at the end, everyone left respectfully and just, I'm gonna have a little bit more time on my hands next year. So I'm excited about that as well. And I'll pass it over to Stephanie Brown. Hey. So I guess my number would be a two. It's not a one because that just seems really like low. Like I wouldn't even want to come onto the book club tonight if I was a one. So I'm gonna choose a two. Um, as you guys know, and now folks that are listening tonight will know, like Lincoln went into lockdown yesterday. It was incredibly hard. It was very scary. Um, I've never experienced anything to that degree of um, intensity. I won't get into the details of it. So that's a lot of why I'm feeling a two, some stressors at work. Um, not a one because I still feel hopeful. Um, and I'm bummed that I missed today's session. I think Fabiola is fantastic. I logged in at the very beginning to hear the opening. And then once when she was introducing some identity like wheel or something, uh -huh. then I had to get right off. So yeah, today just wasn't a good day for learning. And um, I was even talking to Melissa about this morning because her and I were both kind of like pressing ourselves to try to listen in and it just wasn't realistic. We had to, our job this morning was to hold space for our staff because of the emotional response um, to yesterday's incident. 
And so it just wouldn't have been appropriate for us to try to commit to being on that. So I'm looking forward to listening to it. I'd love to do the work. I'm always down to do the good work so I can be the woman of my dreams, <laughs> leader of my dreams. Um, so yeah, I'm at it too. And I'm gonna pass it to Dr. Larkin. Um, I think I am, I don't know, right now I feel like a three, believe it or not. You know, uh, I'm actually feeling okay today for the most part. I was inspired absolutely by today's presentation um, by Fabi. I love her. She's an equity warrior, literally. Um, and I always appreciate when she shows up in our space and shows up authentically as who she is. It gives me inspiration and motivation to do the same. Um, but I'm always reflecting on my leadership and where I'm at and my equity work. And so, um, you know, there's still more work to be done, but I had minimal kind of like kind of Melissa, which you mentioned. Um, I did have some, you know, no, that was Jamie mentioned that the interruptions um, or whatnot, um, but it was minimal, but I, I do feel you, it would have been nice to have been in a space together to, to do that work. Um, and also kind of like Melissa um, were with the whole psychological safety um, aspect of it. Um, I kept focusing on doing that work with our kids. I felt like this needs to be work done in our classrooms so that our kids can feel psychologically um, safe um, when they're in that space um, with their peers. But yeah, so I feel like I have a lot of work to do. Every time I have a PD with uh, Bobby, I walk away feeling like inspired but also feeling like I have lots to do. So yeah, so I would say like work-wise three, still lots going on, you know, there's like next week we are leading an equity PD um, at Morris. We are having the county come in to help us lead that PD. So I'm excited about that. We're, we're doing it on implicit bias. So we're kind of getting back um, into the work considering everyone's tired. Um, but yeah, I think overall in my like professional life, I'll say uh, I'm a three. Personal life, eh, a little bit lower, but <laughs> professional life, I can say a three. And that's, Agudelo, you're next. That's me. Um, uh, I think I'm intermittently a one and a two. I'd like to say I'm not a one, but I am at some points. Um, the student involved in the issue at Lincoln yesterday is one that I'm really close with. Um, he is a lovely young man, fab, fabulous young man. And so the events yesterday and being in that room with him until the police came in were um, emotionally incredibly harrowing. Um, and so I, I'm, I, no doubt I'm in the middle of some of the process of grief for it because as you all have already heard, I've already been processing a little bit of anger, people that I really wanna read about all of this and call and make sure that they understand how wrong they are. You know, I'm kind of in that place with a little bit of anger still. And then um, I definitely, you know, kind of am feeling those like st stages of grief kind of like wash through. I think it's impossible for me, I, I, for me not to feel a sense of guilt 
not to feel some, like it's irrational. Like, I, let me say this, first of all, I don't need anyone to tell me that's not true, Melissa. I know it's not true, but there is this irrational voice in my head that says you could have gotten that gun from him. If you would have done something else, you could have gotten him to give it to you. And then he wouldn't have gotten shot by the thing. And that it wouldn't have, this wouldn't have happened at Lincoln and we wouldn't have been on the news again. And, and so there's this irrational part of me. That's like, you didn't, you didn't deliver the package. You didn't, you didn't do the whole thing. Um, and then I'm at my two, 2.3 when I'm like also reminded that if not for that relationship with him, this could have gone really differently. If not for his willingness to say, I'll talk to Miss Melissa, this could have gone really badly, right? With a kid running through a school or down the street with a gun on him. And we all know how that likely would have ended. Um, so in one five minute segment, I'll beat myself up and cry for five minutes. And then in another five minute segment, I'll say, no, you're, these are all good things. These are all good things. And then I, and then just rinse and repeat is sort of where I'm at. Uh, I'm grateful for the systems in the district that are helping me find some, you know, additional support. I call the AP. They were very responsive. I, I appreciated that. Um, I was able to hear from Stephanie that the young man was able to speak to one of our other administrators and uh, there was some positive news out of that, where, how he is. Um, um, so I don't know, now I'm just babbling. 1.5 to a two. Um, and hopefully if I can get a good night's sleep tonight, that'll improve from there. So. Thanks for joining us for this episode. Feel free to find us on all your socials at uh, Principles Trust, and we'd love to hear your thoughts and feedback, as well as any questions you might have.